Hello and welcome to another episode of Toolbox Tuesdays. I'm your host, Adam Jones, and with me as always... Kieran McCutcheon. Today, we'll start with a bit of admin because we haven't done it recently. You should like us on Facebook at Toolbox Tuesdays. We are now on iTunes. Oh. I know. Subscribe over there, Toolbox Tuesdays again. And finally, we would like to thank a FOP, which is a friend of the podcast. Hey. Um, Emily Gelzingis Photography, because one of my good friends because she designed our logo. So those three things, now we've got that out of the way, we can head straight into sports. Do you want to have a 20-second discussion, firstly, of how good it is that Pittard has signed for another three years? Yeah, I'm actually pretty excited. I wasn't exactly sure if I wanted him to stay on, as ludicrous as that sounds. You might crucify me for that one, but I was a bit scared because there are a few Melbourne teams circling with some big deals, hoping to pen his name. As a neutral fan that goes to port games a lot, I just used to I love watching Pittard because he does some dumb things that work very well. And if I was a port fan, I wouldn't feel comfortable watching. <laughs> so it makes for good entertainment. So I was a little bit worried that he was going to leave. I was even more worried when Ken kept dropping him on a contract year, which was. He's bit... definitely one of those no 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 yes 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 thank you Pittard players. <laughs> that is right. Also known as the risk taker for those who haven't been listening long. Well, that's the only reason we're discussing this. He is a staple on our show. We will get him in one day. That is a long pipe dream. Just to say our catchphrase, take the risk. But other than that, I'm very glad he signed on. So we work on to the Crows game. The Crows game, a Friday night. It was a uh, bit of a miserable Friday. Was it? The right up there was yeah, the crowd. The, the, oh, the getting cut off by the bus. Yeah, that was... <laughs> Yes, that was something. It didn't start off well either. Swans pulling away to a small lead. Yeah, I think they kicked six goals to one in the first quarter. Yeah, it was crazy. They could not miss. They couldn't miss the whole game. They were ten goals, one at one stage. I don't know. Where do you want me to begin? Where do you begin? Do we begin with the Buddy Franklin goal? Maybe went too far? Do we the Eddie (laughs) Betts no call? Or should I say ludicrous call? Do you really want me to get worked out this early? Because you saw me during the game... You saw me after the game. I was devastated after the game. I had lost my voice by that stage. A, A, because I was sick, and B, because I was booing for the last five minutes straight. Where did you start? The worst thing is, all, all week, you'll see the meet, you'll see the buddy go, like, what a great goal, and then they'll make a joke. He's like, oh, he ran a bit too far. You can't joke about that. It's just, that disqualifies it from it being a good goal. He ran so... He took two bounces in 90 metres. I originally thought it was too far, and then when they showed it live on the replay, I counted his steps. He took about 10, 11 steps. I'm like, oh, you know, a, a metre a step, and then someone behind me shouted out, maybe he takes a two metre steps. I'm like, you know, that's probably not far off. Maybe a metre and a half steps. He I was going to say, he, I don't think any man is his stature takes one metre. Running basically full pace no, takes yeah. one metre steps. But uh, it was just a frustrating Yeah, The positive coming out of it, I'm not really scared of Sydney still. They kicked amazing. Like I said, 10 goals won. I think they finished with three behinds. At one stage, they had, I think it was 12-2, and the two behinds were two posts. So even when they were missing, they weren't missing by a lot. And we had, what, 15 behinds? We, for probably three quarters after the first quarter, even like even the second half of the first quarter, I thought we played pretty well. We, we had them under the pub. It was like they were playing in dry conditions. You guys had slippery hands. Oh, there was a lot of fumbles. But speaking of last week's podcast, we talked about Matt Crouch quite a bit. He was phenomenal. Best on ground for you, at least for the Crows, maybe? I th- he was best on ground for me. For the crowd. I don't know, who would you pick best in Grant? Would you go Buddy because he did murder us at the start and pulled him back with that 
100 metres sprint goal. For me, Sloan was up there. I don't know, I wouldn't maybe not call him number one, but he, he did. Was... He did get a lot. Of, he did get a lot of threes. Now, where were you standing on the free camp? It was I think 27 to 14. It was very our way. At one point, it was maybe a little bit more in the crow's favour. I think the umpires at, at the end of the last quarter started. Swinging some more free kicks <laughs> to uh, towards Sydney. I just don't see how some of Sydney fans, not even Sydney fans, not even Sydney fans, but it was many Sydney fans, were complaining about that Zach Jones hit on Brad Crouch that resulted in the 50. Oh, yeah. I watched a replay of that today. He tucks his shoulder in, turns his body, and just clubs Matt in the back, uh, Brad in the back. That's dead set 50 in every book. I did make the comment before the game that they should have a separate umpire for Sloan. Definitely seemed like they had one that game. He was protected because normally he gets butchered. And that's the thing, like, just because they started calling freeze on Sloan, which they were mostly there, he does get... We've seen it all year, and they finally started calling it. It doesn't make it unfair. And when when we... It, I don't I hate people who say the free count wasn't equal. It's not supposed to be equal. If someone has 200 yeah, right. disposals more, or someone's making 30 tackles more, it means they're chasing the ball. It means... They are going to make silly mistakes. They're going to tackle high. They might land on the back. They might be holding on. Like, And a lot of teams come out of the gate looking to put a bit of physicality on Sloan anyway. There was the biff the, before the bounce, which we got The 4 on 4 little melee that happened before the bounce, was I was a fan. But overall, I'm, I think it was a good test. It was a good finals footy. I think the Crows, whilst disappointed they lost, I think they might be behind doors going, we've got a real shot here in September. They, they, did, they played very well. You did start to roll for a few teams at the end there, so it's probably good to get a, a little bit of a test coming into finals. Speaking of late hits, going back to the Zach Jones one, I only saw today how Jonas only got two weeks for that, especially with his prior... Have you seen the hit I'm talking about? I can't, I can't remember the hit you're talking about. I will try and find it for you. Jonas, pretty much, like, the ball's in the forward 50 for the Bulldogs. Jonas is on the wing, and he just drops and... Oh, sorry, yes, yeah. Oh, that is ugly <laughs> That is abysmal by Jonas. That is a dog act. Ollie Wines got off easy as well, so maybe Porter slinging a few few dollars to the review panel. Well, like I said, he gets two weeks, and this is first week of finals, which shows pretty much the season's over is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Speaking of finals... Actually, do you have anything else to say on the Sydney Cross game? Yeah, I was kind of a bit disappointed. Um, there was a moment there when maybe the fourth bit of chicken hit your hot plate <laughs> from the curry. And uh, I was thinking, Jones, you give me a dip here, mate. They've upped the price and they've downed the chicken. What's going on here? Uh, can I get a uh, after-game report uh, on that chicken? Honestly, well, let's walk us through that night. Besides the game, that was a woeful night. So we're, we're driving down Grote Street, which is in the CBD of Adelaide for people who are not from Adelaide. We're trying to get into this left lane. I'm a car's length in front of the bus, and the bus somehow pulls up in front of me <laughs> to turn left anyway. I want to, like, it just didn't start well. And then listeners of the podcast will be well aware. We we can't talk enough about the Beyond Indian Curry. We want a sponsorship. But they put in a rough effort, a rough effort. $13 for the meal now. I swear it was 9 And then we see the meal... And you get three pieces of chicken. <laughs> and then, because I can't eat spicy food, I need to get a bottle of water with me. They're charging $5 a pop for a bottle of water. Honestly. How, honestly. How, how was your nan? Did that, uh, was that right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No. You know what? I when I, I wanted a bottle of numb. They said, we don't have any bottle of numb left. I'm like, that, that, that hurts. 
You know what? Okay, we'll, we'll go a bit out there. I've got a garlic now. That's a bit spicy, but we'll tough through. I pull down the paper, and there's chilli bits on the pita bread, on the knob. I just don't understand. That's my rant about the curry. What about yours? Was yours... Was yours up to standard? Mine was actually pretty good. <laughs> I actually got a, Don't give me that shit. I'm not ruining our sponsorship chances here, Jones. My curry was very nice. Well, it might... Yeah, exactly. Our curry might not have been from beyond India. It might have been <laughs> India beyond. That was... Yeah, that was rookie error by us. That actually might be your last guy for this year. Are you in the game this weekend? Yeah. I'm trying to get a, uh, oh. a rooftop climbing, potentially. Do- have you actually looked I'm, into that? I'm trying to book that tomorrow. I've just been flat out at work and just just haven't had the time yet. So hopefully hopefully book that in. Not overly confident I'm going to be able to find a posse, but we'll, we'll see. Okay, then. So we've had our sponsor, Beyond India. We recommend nine out of ten times. Well, shall we move on to this coming week? Yeah, let's do it. Been in the media and it's pushing towards it, and I'm a big fan for it. I, don't, I didn't put in the rundown. What's your thoughts on same kickoff, same bounce time? Every every game starts at the same time. Maybe a Super Saturday or Super Sunday. I am largely on the fence, but if I had to choose, I'm probably not for it. Ooh, go on. I, I kind of like the theatre of it, and I think the theatre of it could be awesome, but I think you might get like people on their phones during games, kind of keeping... Uh, I guess that's... See, I'm on, I'm on the fence. I can see both sides, but I kind of enjoy the spread out games... That's the one thing. You lose, you lose a Friday, Saturday, or you lose two days of sports. And as, as sports enthusiasts, actually, I might actually change my mind. You know, see, I'm, I'm on the fence, but I think that I don't think it will ever go through. I don't think the TV deals could. I don't think it's more TV. I don't think there's enough ground suitable to hold. I was thinking that because unless you have a Gabba, Metricon, SCG, MCG, Adelaide Oval. Then you got Subi or whatever that name, the new domain stadium, the Palace Stadium. Eddie had. Oh, you might. Uh, it'd be pushing. You could probably chuck one in the bush somewhere. Yeah, Ballarat, but, uh, Tasmania. So you you seem for it. I'm for it because you look at this week. You look at you look at just this week. You look at the Sunday. The Sunday fixtures have massive ramifications for the finals. We start off at 110. Essendon win again. Let me put this in perspective, though. Essendon can screw up my whole Super Sunday by winning and canceling the next <laughs> two games. But Essendon Frio, that starts at 1.10 Eastern Standard Time. Or I went down by savings. No, I would not have a clue. Okay, it's Eastern Time, whatever it is at the moment. And Essendon first Frio. Now, at three-quarter time of that match, Saints-Richmond start. So, Saints, if Saints go into that, if Saints win and Essendon lose, Saints at that moment will be in the top eight. So Essendon could be losing at three-quarter time when the Saints game starts. They're starting to feel the pressure. They they know the Saints are playing behind them. We need a win to stay in that. While as Richmond by this stage could be at, could be and should be sitting sixth. Port have an easy game and the Swans have an easy game. They, so Richmond are sitting sixth. They need to beat the Saints to get the top four. So you've got this massive game there. So Saints playing for massive finals. And then, an hour 20 after that game, so the Essendon game's already finished. You've got Eagles, Crows, and if... Eagles win, they make finals if Essendon have lost. And it doesn't matter the same score. It's just a massive day. But imagine if all those three games were at the same time. You get three-quarter time and all get the same time. Essendon are losing. Richmond up just by a little bit. And the Saints are sitting there going, we can win this. And the Eagles are getting pumped by the Crows because it's the Crows. <laughs> Does that not sound good? Does no, that... I, actually, I actually think you've convinced me. Because I'm getting flashbacks to the Manchester, Manchester last day. What, 2011? 11, yeah. yeah where there was ago. dying minutes. Um, and the Aguero. Aguero goal. So I think it kind of pushes every team 
to go hard because there are certain teams that are going to be sitting there maybe so maybe Essendon pumping Freo because no, that's, that's the thing that's the thing Freo's yeah. got to ruin this because Freo have looked diabolical in the past small rant on Freo they're playing their last game against Richmond please bring Richmond down they're playing their last game against Freo yeah uh, sorry Essendon. I'm, I'm uh, flashbacking to the past week Oh, they're, pl- okay. they're playing the last game at their home, old home ground. Yep. They're playing Richmond. Could bring Richmond down. You know, Port could sneak in. Oh, okay, fourth. So fourth, yeah. Uh, a little bit. Uh, they come out strong. They they're doing pretty well. Uh, nothing happens. They sit on twenty points for three quarters, and Richmond blow them out. It's so reminds you the week before the score at one stage was one hundred and twenty-nine. Yes, and they mentioned that numerous times as Richmond. Uh, piled them into the ground. Are there any upsets in the last three days, you think? Do you think St Kilda could pull off first off? First off, I'm leading my tips at the moment. Oh. I, I, this is the first time I've ever led a tips competition. I'm one tip in front, and this it scares me because mm. I, you have to, as the favourite, you have to tip the favourites going yes, into the last yes, round. They, yeah, and there's a lot. I can see the Saints getting up against Richmond, but I'm going to tip Richmond, I reckon. I can see Essendon losing it because that would be typical Essendon. <laughs> Also, actually, I forgot to mention, can I throw out this fun fact about that Aguero goal? Yes. Did you know Balotelli assisted that, right? Yes. It was only assist. It's only assist in the Premier League. I love that. But, uh, yeah, back to this. I can see a fair few upsets. I can see... Well, do you call GWS getting over Geelong an upset? Mm, be very tough. I guess they'd be betting favourites, so probably not. What, GWS betting favourites? Over Geelong, I would in say Geelong. So. In Geelong. Yeah, coming in, they've got full strength. They're fighting for a number one spot. Geelong aren't really pushing for much. Just well, okay, either way, you can see both teams winning. So if one yeah. team's a favourite, the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can see that going. The Spoon Bowl. Any opinions on Brisbane oh, versus <laughs> North Melbourne? I have so many Brisbane fans, so I'm going to have to go to Brisbane. I love the hip. And I, I look forward to the uh, seeing Rockcliffe wearing the Crows jersey next year. in some decent form. Nice little, yeah, well, well, they went loss, 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 loss start of the season. True. A part of a couple wins. Do you want to do this in any order? We're just going to pick random games out. No, let's just pick random games. <laughs> Can you see Melbourne losing to Collingwood? I think if Collingwood win yes. by a lot, I think Melbourne lose finals. I've gone through the whole season thinking Collingwood are underrated and then they've lost most games. And I still think at the start of the year, though, they lost Bulldogs on, like, row for one part. Like they, they, they're, rec- they're better than their record says, is all I'm saying. But, yeah, Melbourne are sitting on 48 points. So if they, they got, lose by a lot... They got, yeah, they got a pretty strong percentage relative, oh, yeah, relative to the bottom teams, but they are going to be playing for the win. Yeah, well, touch wood for Melbourne fans listening. I don't see Because <laughs> if they lose by a lot... Eagles have to beat us by a lot for any chance for the percentage to swing. And I don't see that happening, so I think Melbourne are safe. But I can see Melbourne lose. The point being, I see I can see Melbourne losing to Collingwood. I could see the GWS Geelong game going either way. I could see Eagles beat Crows because that's what the Eagles do in the last week of regular season. They like beating the Crows. So we've got four teams on 44 points. Yep. All fighting for the, the eighth spot. I guess you could chuck Melbourne in there on 48 points. Do you think the ladder stays how it is in regards to the bottom two spots? Or? I actually think the top eight's set. I don't yeah. Think if anyone's got a bad chance, it'll be St Kilda. I just can't see Freo putting up a fight. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty confident. Maybe like Geelong like going outside the, the bottom two. Maybe like Geelong-Richmond can swap and Port and Sydney can swap. But I don't see anything else changing drastically. And can I also go back to my super Saturday idea of all games start at the same time? We're looking at the percentages of Port and Swan. Swans have the first crack. Swans are going to annihilate 
the blues, right? Because they need a per, yep. per percentage. So that's at 4.35, or 5, yeah, 4.35 Eastern Standard Time at 7.40. So the Swans game would have finished earlier. Ports have to play Gold Coast, and they'll know exactly how many points they need to win by. Imagine that at the same time. Imagine Swans get out early in the quarter, and then Ports like, crap, we need to get a work on. Second, like, imagine trying to fight for percentage at the same time. No. At the same time. I'm sold, I'm sold. Yeah. So, do you think the ladder stays the same positions? I think I think the bottom two is locked in. Yep, I agree. I think the Swans finish sixth. Yeah, I have faith Port can pump Gold Coast. You played well last week. That actually was the one game that made me the most nervous because uh, Stringer was injured early and we didn't look... I didn't think we looked that great, but... That one play... Inked out a win. That one play to put you guys two goals up where Dixon takes a mark on the Oh, a massive mark. Yeah. Handballs it, and then handballs it again through someone's legs. It was like, yes, Dixon, yeah. what are you? You're a freak of nature. But I think you guys get the job done. Do you think you see Richmond losing to the Saints? No, I think Richmond... Oh, as much as I want them to lose, I think Richmond are going to get a sneaky third position. Geelong will fall down to fourth. Ooh. The Crows will hold hold steady at number one. Oh, I'm looking at this now. I don't want that at all, do I? No, I would not want to play Geelong. Well, oh, I'd, I'd rather play Richmond than Geelong if I was the Crows. So hang on, let me get this. Could be if Geelong lose, they finish fourth. Yep, I should be Richmond win. Yep. Do the Crows throw the game in Eagles? Like <laughs> finish second? No, no. <laughs> hang on. So the thing is though, you know, second could actually be better. So if the latter results for five and six stay the same, fifth plays in. So the Crows win the first qualifying final and they go straight to the prelim, they would face the team who finishes sixth, I'm pretty sure. So Port or Sydney? I would love a Port, port game. No, I'm pretty, I was wondering this out earlier. I'm pretty sure if Port finish fifth, they avoid the Crows all the way to the grand final. Mm-hmm. If Port win all the way and the Crows win all this, the way. This has potential. So we want to... I don't care about Port. You had nothing to do with this. <laughs> I was worried about Sydney. I don't want to face Sydney until the grand final. It's my point. So... If we finish first and they finish sixth, they meet us in the prelim. So if we finish second, though, we don't play them to the grand final. Hey. And when's the last time a minor premier has won the flag anyway? So, top eight's locked in. Top eight, yeah. So, I've got a quick question for you, a Crows question. Oh, okay. If Lever leaves, <laughs> will he get booed upon return? Yes, definitely. Especially, yes. See, let's go through my Lever... Not leave my le- people who have left the crows and discussed if they should be booed or not. We'll start at the first nut one. Bok. Bok doesn't deserve to be. Actually, Bok's retired. Bok didn't deserve to be booed anyway. He got offered. He was a veteran. And, he got um, offered millions when the time when millions was a joke. Yeah. So he's fine. He was older at the time. Yes. That's a, that's a then we got we got the snake J- uh, Jack Gunston deserves to be booed. I don't think he. I don't think Crows fans understand. I don't think Crows fans boo him enough that he should. He left for the Hawks, who we hate. Yeah. Everyone hates. He he left after one year. Melbourne's a thirty-minute flight home, mate. Just Skype. <laughs> just Skype your parents if you miss them that much. Jesus. So yes, constant booed. Phil Davis, no boo. He was twenty-one years old, offered the captaincy and like two million a year, well, one point two mil a year. You take that deal. Yeah. Dangerfield. See, he, he went home, no, but he no. is a star. Dashville deserves to be booed. Who did I miss? Oh, I missed the King Snake. Tippett. Tippett deserves oh, to be booed. Yes. We're paying you under the table, and you're going to tell everyone we're paying you under the table. He's still getting booed, which is beautiful. It was beautiful, and he kicked a goal, which was, oh. That game frustrated me so much. Yeah, I can see the positives three days or four days removed, but we really should have won that. Yeah. What was your original question? 
Leva. Leva. Nah, yeah. yeah, Leva needs to be booed. Why are you leaving? Why? I hate people who are like, I miss That's... home, I miss Melbourne. It's a 30 minute flight and you've got Skype. Just toughen up, honestly. And Adelaide's a nice city. What about McGovern? Good question, Karen. Yeah, he can be booed too. No, I like McGovern. I don't think McGovern leaves. I, this, this is my dream scenario if Leva decides to leave. We trade Leva for whatever, we send whatever to West Coast, and we bring Jeremy McGovern to Adelaide. And then they can play together. Who cares if Perth is their home? But they can play together. Perth's a weird one because it's so far away, but what about Charlie Cameron? Oh, we're going back a bit. Yep, yep. Crows versus Sydney, top three worst performers to Crows. Rory, I can't play football ever since I bleached my hair blonde. Atkins, <laughs> he was woeful. I honestly, what? He got done twice for running more yeah, than 15 metres. Yeah, was horrible. I don't think he hit a target. That The one that killed me was that one we were in the last quarter when we were away oh. and he hits it straight into the Sydney block, which kills me. Two, Cameron. Because I love the man, I do. I love the rat as well. I love the whole crowd. I'm not one to jump on the hate bandwagon every week. But those two, those two were woeful. So if Charlie goes Brisbane, fair play to the lad. I like Brisbane. I've got a soft spot for Brisbane. Anyone who, anyone who doesn't really compete for a while, you sort of pity. It's like the <laughs> the Bobcats. Yeah. So I'm fine with him leaving because Tommy, we're still in top Rockcliffe. Tom Rockcliffe. <laughs> so he'll he'll more than make up for it. And number one was Dunbar's. Yeah, worst on ground. Worst on ground, full second. I can't believe they didn't get booed. I think we were just all, 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 so, all shell-shocked about that 50. I would like to add a, a fourth to worst on ground, maybe a different ground, but <laughs> the defenders to the defenders against PSG on the weekend were horrendous. Neymar tore them apart. A worst fourth on ground, maybe <laughs> a different ground. ground. Ladies and gentlemen, Kieran's segue of the week. <laughs> wow, that's I'm impressed. I like that one. Did you watch the game or see some highlights? I saw or the highlight. I yeah. saw that sixth goal highlight. Oh, that was insane. We played a lot of FIFA here. There were some auto lunges. Some defenders <laughs> were sticking legs out. I don't know what they were doing. Neymar made them look like they were six year olds. He's a freak. Bit of FIFA scripting, but kind of UEFA scripting. Did you see any other highlights? Like, did you see the, most of his goals? Yeah, like, did you see that corner? How it was like a bullet split the gap. Oh, uh, he's oh. a. He's a he's a great footballer. He was an amazing that game, and like he hit the post another two times as well. He just he's gonna just walk that league. It'll be interesting to see how they go in the Champions League, but they were very 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 class. Speaking of class, Man United currently walking the league two weeks in. Uh, yeah, goal difference at eight. That's pretty crazy. We were, we were joking about City walking the league last week. <laughs> I think we picked the wrong Manchester team. They are they're looking very slick at half time as well. I think it was near low, and I was like, oh, this is. Bit interesting. You could see Man United stumble here, and then 45 minutes later, it's four. I've just got so much class everywhere, and we, you hear they're getting Slatan back. That's interesting. Oh, we see. It'll be interesting to see how he accepts his position because yeah, if he can accept, uh, you have to play behind Lukaku, like easily on the bench, and then not. They don't seem like people that can work together tactically. Oh, I'm not sure about that. I'm not. I'm not super sold tactically. They they just look so good though. Like yeah, unreal. Working backwards, we've said this before, you look at their spine. They have just got players that, who can play the game. And I did say last week, did make the prediction that win 5 0. 4 0 is not that did, And I did laugh throughout the deal. Which, speaking of predictions though, did call the Stoke 1 0. Oh, I called it 2 0, but I'm claiming 1 0 win over Arsenal. Is Arsenal out starting already? already uh, right I think it's tough. I think last season would have been. Not a fairy tale, well, no, definitely not a fairy tale ending. Slipping out of top four. Did they win the FA Cup? They did, 
Maybe he could have said Sayonara, but... I feel like that's a fair example when I try for you. You almost wonder what Arsenal's playing for anymore. He's won almost everything there's to win, maybe... Minus Champions League. Yeah, well, they don't, they don't look content for that anytime soon. They were shambles. I, I didn't catch the match, but reading our results, you you argue that they could have had some penalties and back as that should have scored an onside goal, offside goal. But if you apparently they made that many chances, they couldn't finish it. I just don't. And people are like that's not Bengals fault if they can't finish it. He subbed Lacazette off. Yeah, that's not like that's. We should have. We should make a statement: worst manager decision of the week. <laughs> Shakespeare wins it for subbing a midfielder off the week before. Can we can we uh, steal something from before the game? Maybe tool of the week fit into toolbox Tuesdays. Oh, I like it a lot. I <laughs> like it does, a lot. Does Wenger get the nod this week? Wenger gets tool of the week. I, that is a great <laughs> goal. I love it. We really need to get some jingles going as well. We can, tool of the week. Maybe not the exact. Same, <laughs> maybe not the exact same jingle as before the game. Maybe what's your best jingle? My best jingle. Yeah, best jingle. Tool of the week. Come maybe on. we'll modernise it. <laughs> Tool of the week. <laughs> um, That's actually got to be it. Do that now and we'll announce the first. <laughs> waka waka tool of the week. Is Arthur Wenger. Oh there we go. Did you catch any of the Liverpool game or did you at least watch the highlights or something? Oh, I don't even... I legitimately... I was working at the game. I was working at the game. I was working while the game was planned. It was a very quiet night at work. If people from work are listening, it wasn't. I was flat out. <laughs> I, had, I had it up on, the, on my phone. I legitimately walked... Outside, because someone was causing some bit of mischief, as you do when you work in a bar. Yep. And I walked back, and Milo's just scored, so I missed the one goal. <laughs> but we look good. Oh, we look good once Salah come on. We, I don't understand. Like Sturridge just looked a bit poor. Solanke, man, that kid's gonna be good. I'm. That was a good signing. Have you? Did you watch any of it? No, I. Um... Did you watch any? What game? Oh, do you want to? We'll stay on this for a little bit before I switch. I don't know where I'm going. Yeah, I don't know where I'm going. No, nah, Solanke is a good signing. Salah's a good. We've got a big game tomorrow morning, Hoffenheim, which will be a, a blockbuster, I would assume. 2-1. First, uh, Champions League Anfield night in a long time. So, shall I start the roasting? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see any. I didn't see anything except Chikorito scored two goals and my fantasy was very happy. I can I can lay it out for you. Yeah. There was... I actually thought we were playing a little bit better than them until... Were you, t- were you losing the whole game? Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> so, we we went down early. That's, you know, whatever. And a, a silly red card. Did you see the red card at least? I, was, I didn't even know you were... Did you go down to 10? Yeah, we went down to 10 pretty early. So, watching it live, I thought, no way that's a red. <laughs> they show a replay. He's clearly elbowed him. Who like, is it? Uh, Abranovic, Abranovic, I can't say. Oh, Anadovic, Anadovic, so play, yeah. Yeah, and um, did he just elbow someone in the face? He literally. I saw. I'll go look for this. He literally was running alongside, kind of pressing a defensive player, and then there was a bit of scuffle early in the match, and he was clearly a bit heated. So he he collides with the player, and in real time, I thought, no way, that's a red refs. Having a laugh. Having a laugh, as we say, but. No, because they show the replay and it's clearly just running with an elbow out, elbowed him in the head, or f- forearmed him in the head, got off early. And we went down another goal, so I think it was 2-0 at that point, and we were looking pretty abysmal. But we actually started playing well. We Chikorito scored a, a sneaky goal, a nice little... He scored two, didn't he? Yeah, two goals, pretty much identical, but on different sides of the goal. And then, so, I'll, I'll, you know, down to 10, I was pretty happy with a draw. I would have been happy anyway playing away from home with a draw. What? Down he is, sorry, I have just seen the red card. He has it, clipped him. It, 
How did you think that was Justin? Oh, in full time when the when the camera was panned out, it kind of oh, looked okay, like he yeah. just ran into him. It's definitely from oh, the angle we at, saw. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it wasn't as it didn't look as bad, but yeah, as I said, a little replay. Uh, he is, that's a drive by. Yeah, so sorry, yeah, a draw. <laughs> so yeah, I, it got down to extra time, and I thought, yeah, beauty a draw. We gave him a freaking penalty in the in the dying minutes of the game, maybe like the last kick of the game almost. Which was Did it, it, was, it wasn't really a penalty. I mean, it was kind of. There. I heard Slavo, was, it was had pushed him. So I heard it was a penalty. Yeah. But more importantly, did Joey Hart step up and save it? Did Joey you? Hart got nowhere near it. <laughs> Joey Hart. I'm I'm not gonna throw him under the bus yet. The, the defense has been horrendous. Sorry, the centre backs have been horrendous. You conceded seven in two games, and you're already off your best player. You hate Joey Hart already. No, it's two no, games no, into the season. Yeah, yeah, well. He's, he conceded two penalties, so I can't throw him under the bus too badly for this loss. I did watch Newcastle Huddersfield. I watched that too. I'm now on the Huddersfield I bandwagon am... completely. I'm enjoying. They have a good game style, beautiful game style. They look. look I wouldn't say that. They look good in certain like, No, certain they times. did. And it's versus Newcastle, so. Yeah, yeah Newcastle have. I don't think they. I think they might go down. They yeah, look. they've not looked good from the first two games. Horrendous even. Yeah, with Newcastle, they just don't have that creativity. In the midfield, like especially with Shelby out for a few and games, the thing, like, and this like they don't have the creativity in the midfield, and that, they don't even have the creativity in the forward line, like. And especially if they're going to start playing lump ball, I don't think they have the defensive uh, nuance to to kind of the grind way. out games. And like you have, uh, and Mitrovic hasn't. I don't think Mitrovic has played a minute. No. Huddersfield weren't that good either. Huddersfield were just passing around them though. They are. Yeah, that's, that's true. Fantasy tip of the week though. Did bring in Moy last week. Got me a goal. Wee. Do you want to talk about your your man? You confessed your love for him last I week. I did. I confessed my love for Mui and uh, Huddersfield. Didn't, I had the hard choice of bringing in him or Mkhitaryan. Went with Mickey. It wasn't a bad choice. Two assists, ten points. Not complaining, but Mui probably going forward. Do you reckon, are you confident with him? I sort of am. For whatever reason, I have 3.4 million in the bank. Ooh. For the reason being, I dropped De Bruyne for Mickey, which I regret because I, I don't have Mane, Salah, Coutinho, or Firmino. But I've got no Liverpool coverage in my team ah. as a Liverpool fan. So that a little bit worries me, but I've got Mickey. So if, United are blank though, I'm in trouble because I've got United, I've got Lukaku, Mickey, and uh, Bailey, or how do you pronounce his name? Bailey? Uh, I think that's Bailey. So, what about your speaking more on fantasy? Fantasy tip of the week? Fantasy tip of the week is get your, get your captain in early. Last week I got locked out prematurely. Uh, <laughs> unable to switch captains from De Bruyne, who I think got maybe two points, to Lukaku, who got a solid uh, six or eight points. Which would have been nice little last few points in the kitty. But, yeah. That's just, that's Kieran's fantasy tip of the week. Any other games you watched, found interesting? Yeah, what else did I watch? Oh, like, did you watch the Chelsea Spurs game? No. That um, was interesting. Tell me about I've not seen a single highlight. Lay it out for me. So, Kane's record in August is just down to luck at the moment. I think he hit the post once. He missed a really blatant, like, in blatant short. It was actually really end-to-end stuff, I thought. Chelsea had two shots on goal for the... Had two goals. William hit the post. The equaliser, though, uh, Mitchy Batsuari. Ah, did you see that? I did. That was a... That was poor. That was a great... That's a great <laughs> strike. It's finished for Tottenham, even though he plays for Chelsea. I, I thought there could have been a couple of red cards given out. I think Alderweireld had a very bad tackle. I thought Spurs had enough opportunities to win, just didn't really capitalise. Chelsea have a better performance than I thought they would. That was similar to Spurs last week. They did obviously beat Newcastle, but 
I thought Kane was unlucky even last week to come away scoreless. There was the stat I read pre-season that historically Kane has been average early in the season, but I did, I assume most people did, went against the grain and got him anyway. Well, everyone says that, but then if you look at why that stat's the case, he's always either injured, turned back, or he had the Euros and the World Cup. Yeah. Like, he hasn't really... Yeah, they did say this was, was his first pre-season a... that yeah. he got a bit of rest in. But yeah, that was... And last week we joked about City walking the league, and I drew 1-0, didn't watch the match. Also, I... can I please note, okay. before the season, told Jones I might get a Rooney in, and was <laughs> laughed at, and he's uh, banged in two two worldies. Maybe not worldies, but you know. Uh... I, remember the, I, can't remember, I, I didn't see the goal. I saw Sterling's goal, which was... Is he Sterling's goal? No. That was a that was a smash in here. Oh, sorry, I did see it. That was a rocket. The thing I did see from that game was Rooney's celebration. <laughs> did you see the same old, like the four years apart audience? Yeah, that's, yes, that's, that's cool. I love that. That's like Eddie's pocket when you have the same fan yes. hugging Eddie. Cause, but I appreciate that. But it came out today that Phil's staying. Good more. news. Good news. Klopp's going to slowly work him back into the team. Yeah, they like. said after the international break, which is the... I hate international breaks. They are the stupidest yes. things. I think we've got one after this week, actually. Maybe next week. But, yeah, it's frustrating. Shall we discuss upcoming games, then? Yeah. Well, it's actually a big weekend for our friendship group. As we've talked off-air, we've got yourself versus our friend who's a Newcastle fan. We'll do predictions and talk about the yep. game as we go. All right, so, so City-Bournemouth. Uh, have, have Bournemouth scored a goal yet? For whatever reason, I'm feeling they haven't. I'm going to chuck out... Um... De Bruyne, so I think last week I said De Bruyne is worth three goals a game. Yeah. And they only scored one last week, so uh, 5-1 to Man City to make up for what they were lacking last week. I'm looking. Bournemouth haven't scored yet, so I'm going to routine 3-0 for City. Next game, oh, and it was at Bournemouth, though. Battle of the bottom. Crystal Palace and Swansea. This could be either a really entertaining game or a crapshoot. I don't even know what to pick here. I'm going to go Ben Take finally nails one oh, in a 1-0. Did you watch any of our game? Uh, no. He missed a, a sitter. I could have finished uh, one. He, it was in the six-yard blocks and puts it over the bar. And like it was along the ground. Like it was a shot. I could have finished that one off. Or even got on target. You say 1-0 Palace? Yeah, reluctant Palace win. But yeah, Palace haven't looked too good. They got pumped first week by United. I haven't seen much of Swansea either. Swansea got pumped by United... As well by four goals, and they drew nil at uh, against Southampton first week. I'm hoping I'm hoping from a fantasy point of view nil old because I have some Palace defender, but that's bold. It's four point five mil. It's guaranteed done. I think it's safe funds. I'm at the top of the table. I'm second, but don't don't be throwing fantasy. <laughs> I think Palace two old two old. Now this is the one Huddersfield Southampton. You could argue this is Huddersfield's. First test, if we don't rate Palace and Newcastle, where do you see this one finishing? I think Huddersfield are going to press Southampton. I think it's going to be a one-all, pretty boring game, but 11.30, same same time as West Ham, Newcastle. I'm not going to get to watch it. One, one-all for me. I think 2-1 Southampton. I think Moini, or whatever his name is, the striker is not Moi. Have you heard of this other bloke? He's... Yeah, because they were chanting his name, and I thought they were saying Moi. I thought they were, what did they say Moi? Moon, 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 Moon. Yeah, one of his names, but I thought the chant was for Moy. It was Aaron Moy. Oh, no, they were just saying Moy Bonini. <laughs> Same as how they say Dougal Howe. like, Dougal That sounds a lot like Moy. Yeah, see, I thought that. And then the commentator said they're chanting. I'm going to find this lad's name because I. It's spelled M O U N I E. I, yeah. I know, I just don't. I'm just Mooney. 
Mooney. Cam is his first name. Cam. Cam, Cam Mooney. Uh, so yes, I said two one Southampton, and you said one all. One all. Okay. Big game. Now we can discuss West Ham. Watch your ins. Does. <clears throat> all right. Have you got any? Give me the team news. All right. So I'll break this down a little bit. I believe we're getting Lanzini back, which will be a massive in. Bit of creativity in the midfield, what we've really been lacking. Uh, there's no real injuries, or we do have an out. Arvanovic, what is his name? I, I really can't say it. I can't say it. It's Arvanovic. I, I can say it if I see it. Arnanovic. I always call him uh, Arnie. Arnie's, Arnie's out with a red card, but that's all right. We've got wingers galore. Maybe Snodgrass, who we're trying to get rid of. Yeah, come back Snodgrass in. is on the out, which is... Uh, she's interesting, since we just bought him. In other news, do you think Slav survives the season? Uh, yeah, no, I, honestly, I've like kind of soured on, I like Slav the person, I've kind of soured on his tactical clout. Well, I, this, why do you say that? Because you haven't? Because we have no tactics, it's kind of, uh... Oh, really? It seems like if we got Andy Carroll, his, <laughs> his, his okay. tactics would suit, we'll, we'll move on, but I think, I think West Ham's finally gonna come together as a team, 3-1. Ooh! Joey Hart will let one through, but it's going to be an unfortunate one. I think 2-0 West Ham. I do not like when Newcastle are producing. I've watched both games. Don't like them at all. I love Rafa. Don't see him happening. Yeah. Watford-Brighton. I feel maybe a 2-1 Watford win with no other commentary from me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know much. I'm going to go 1-0. Leicester-Man United. This could be an interesting one. Man United have been on a roll lately. I think they'll continue their role. They'll now three in. Lukaku getting one. He's my fantasy captain, so he might sneak in too. Little tip there. Uh, Leicester, I don't trust their backline, so Leicester will sneak in one as well. So 3 1. You don't trust United's backline. They haven't conceded all season. Yeah, they've played rubbish, though. West Ham aren't sneaking one past them. Chicorito! <laughs> who has provided the goods as of late? No, I, I stand by my statement. Okay, I think 4 0 again. I think another de- um, demolition. Yeah, agreed. So we've got Chelsea Everton. How are you feeling here? At Chelsea, 3-1. I'm feeling... Do you know how long Hazard's going to be out for? Maybe to international break? Yeah, I he played a game in the inter-club friendly last week. But I wouldn't... I wouldn't I'm pencil him in? Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if they'd given the international break to get fit. I'm going to go a 2-1 Chelsea win. I think they've got too much class. Okay, think... Who scores the Everton goal? I, I was just about to say, I think Rudy maybe slows down a bit. I'll, I'll wind myself back a bit. He'll get the assist and maybe uh, <laughs> hit a post a couple of times, but won't bang one in just yet. Where's from Stoke? Oh, away from Stoke. This is going to be a hard one. I think it's... I'm going to go tall draw. Tall? Yeah, they're both pretty defensive, but I just feel two are going to slip past for each team. I'm going to say nil all. I think this is going to be... Too, too defensive? This is going to be one of those very boring games indeed. What about a not very boring game? Liverpool Arsenal, this could be a shootout. It should be a shootout, and we should be shooting out <laughs> at them. I think I think there's a demolition on... I think Wenger is... Unless Sanchez plays and they get coshed back, but I don't think those two are playing. No, they might have two international break as well. Which means I think we might be putting a 4-0 sword to them. I think 4-0? I'm, I'm very confident. You trust your defence to hold a clean sheet. Mate, we just kept the clean sheet. Against Ben Teke. That was what I was scared about. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Arsenal will come out, we'll find the gaps. I, I still think one of the, my favourite games I've ever watched live was the 5-1 win, where we scored Ooh. four in the first 20 minutes of the Suarez season. And like, I think the same could happen. I, I think we really could get at Arsenal. I don't think they're in a happy place right now. What about you? I'm feeling... Oh, if Arsenal are going to look to retain possession and you're going to be pressing, it could get pretty bad. I think a 
three. I'll give Arsenal some some credit here. I'll give a three-two win for Liverpool. I don't trust your defense that I, much. I can't handle a three-two. That'd be so. <laughs> that'd be so stressful. Uh, so last game of the round, I believe. Yep. Spurs Burnley. Ooh, I, I, Spurs just have too much class for me. I think I was. Pencil Kane finally did bang one in, maybe a 2 0. They'll hold a clean sheet. Yeah. I, I'd rather go the same skill, I think. I think 2 0. Don't see much from Burnley. Is Kane scoring for you? Uh, that, that's going to be my sneaky captaincy tip, is a Kane captaincy. I captained, I captained Delhi. Oh, that's. Uh, that's my sneaky tip. Sort uh, of badge, yeah. Uh, I think he does. He's, he, he can't keep missing. Like, these are, these They're getting, good chances. Yeah. I think Ericsson scores or assists. Delia scores or assists. Everyone's putting one through. I that's saying, I just don't. I'm, I've, I haven't rated Burnley. You, you should know uh, that. One. Yeah. Besides when they beat Chelsea. So uh, that's all of the predictions. Anything else you uh, had on your mind this week? Oh yes, because this hopefully will be coming out Friday. I really should stop saying dates because <laughs> it takes ages to edit it. But hopefully Friday, if not Thursday, I'm saying that now. It's put, my own deadline. This weekend, we've got the big fight. Oh, Mayweather-McGregor. I'm not sure. What's to say? Um, Mayweather, Mayweather's going in, obviously, a heavy favourite. Do we? Do you think McGregor has any chance? I, I'm definitely going against the grain. And with the casuals here, I'm obviously not going to go as far as say as McGregor is going to win. Obviously, would not put money on him. I think there may be even a prop. Will McGregor land more than two punches around? Oh. I feel... I, you know, here's that, that X factor of just one hit could put anyone down. I've watched him all his UFC career. He definitely has that, that little... That like something the it factor. Obviously, going into someone else's sport, I'm not going to put any anything behind having an it factor. I I can't see a world. Do you think it's just going to be a, a defensive masterclass? Yeah. Do you think, think Do you think he's going to get tagged, uh, Mayweather? I don't think he gets hit. No. Oh, he, not, he might get like uh, no, I can't see him getting hit. Like I've I've been saying to friends because I, I like boxing quite a bit. I was a big Pacquiao fan, a big Pacquiao fan, and if he tagged him, I think Pacquiao tagged him like three times. And he's a better. He's got better footwork. Yeah, Pacquiao has punches. Maybe not as strong as he once was, but Pacquiao was going in with one hand. You know, people were actually trying to get their. They're suing Pacquiao for not declaring that he had a, a bum shoulder. Oh really? Yeah, because people put a lot of money on Pacquiao. And I, I I put I put money on him winning in the sixth. And with this, I remember with this. He, with he had this one combo. He always does. Pacquiao comes out and like jab right, straight left, and he does it, and he hits he hits it, and Mayweather didn't even flinch. And I was like, well, yeah. there's there's no way with <laughs> this now. But I just can't. Say, he's just. It's forty nine and O against people who actually box and yeah. you're the great like I guess I guess I'll make a counter. I obviously I think Mayweather's gonna win, there's not really much of an argument. But to play devil's advocate, he is 40 years old. Connor's in the prime of his career. He's, he's a he's a different. He's going to bring a different style. I think it's going to be more yeah, interesting than the people. boxing style. <laughs> yes, right. exactly. He's going to put his hands down. Be... This might be one of Mayweather's only KO fight. That's a lie. Maybe another KO late in his career. I just don't see. I can't see him getting hit. I think he, 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 let me put it this perspective. He's faced people who hit harder than him, Pacquiao and Bradley, and he's, he's faced people who box faster and have like. I, I obviously don't agree. I don't disagree, sorry. I just think it's going to be more interesting than people. Maybe not as competitive, but it's going to be interest, more love, interesting than people think. And don't get me wrong, I love McGregor as a bloke. Coming from rags to riches is my always my favourite story. So. Yeah. But, and he's got to make a shit ton of money for this. Oh, yes. Then no, no one's a loser here, in reality. Yeah. 
But I can't see it. I, I've got a sneaky question for you. I'll, I'll lay this one on you. So McGregor gets maybe ten million a UFC fight, and he's getting a hundred million for this fight, apply approximately. Do you think he goes back to the UFC after? Oh, this? I don't think he's ever fighting again. No, I think I think, I think we, this could be it. Unless there's something that piques his interest. That's a, a real big money maker. And maybe if he like, did, if he, I, I'll go even one step further. I don't think he defends a title ever again. No, oh, he's never defended a title ever in his whole career. He's never defended a title. I think the only fight he comes back for is maybe a freak fight like a John Jones, which is never going to happen. They're two different weight classes, or maybe like a Nick Diaz trilogy fight, but uh, Nate Diaz trilogy fight. But what about uh? I don't really follow UFC that much. I'm more of a boxing fan. Like I, my favorite boxer at the moment is Triple G. Golovkin. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, he's great. But what about John Jones versus? Brock Lesnar? Yes. I'm, I'm a huge fan of this freak fight. I love freak fights. I was a big fan when Punk came into the UFC. Uh, uh, sorry, what do you mean by freaks? Now, <laughs> I don't think we've discussed this. I'm a WWE fan. Don't be throwing the word freak around. He, uh, he was your first UFC champion. Sam Punk. No, Brock Lesnar. Oh, sorry, I, was, I got really confused. Sam Punk can't wrestle. Uh, no. no. Sam Punk can wrestle. No, but that, I, I love freak fights. I'm... I'm I applaud freak fights. I want to see uh, Brad Pitt versus some scrub. I would love to see. There's a there's a movie called Fight Club. That sounds what you're looking for. I I might have to give it a watch. I have obviously watched Fight Club, one of the best movies ever. No, I'm a I'm a big fan of of freak fights. Uh, I'm actually going to take John Jones. He's lauded as the oh, the greatest of all time. John Jones would kill Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah, but that, Lesnar's a big dude. Eh? You can't discredit size. Who did uh, John Jones versus someone a while ago? Who was a Good grand brawler and just couldn't uh, take John Jones down. Yeah, and the guy you might be talking about, Daniel Cormier, who he just fought recently as well. Was um, that who, who was an Olympic wrestler? Was that the one before the previous? Was his, his last fight was with? Uh, I think his last two fights were Daniel Cormier. Oh really? Because he got popped for steroids. Because he was meant they were meant to fight on UFC 200, which had Brock Lesnar on it. Uh, then Wasn't got, John? No, didn't John Jones just have a fight like three weeks ago? Yeah, with um, Daniel Cormier. Oh, okay, that's not the blood I'm talking. About. <laughs> All right, sorry. <laughs> that's fine. Um, no, jo- uh, John Jones is a freak. No one's taking him down. Yeah, that's that, that was reading comments. So yeah. People were saying like, if, 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 this goes back to the point with my Pacquiao, not Pacquiao, my way weather statement. He's versus people who box faster and harder. John Jones is versus people who've had bigger and harder takedown moves. Yeah. But yes, I think that all about does it. Do you have any final words or even pop questions again? Uh, no more, no more surprise questions. Is that it for us tonight? I think that might be it for us. I think we might call the quits. So thank you for listening once again, and as always, take, take the risk. risk. Thanks, guys. Thank you.